Hey, 40E Nation. Need gear for kicking, punting, or long snapping? Well, Wizard Sports Equipment has you covered. They are the authority in special teams equipment and your headquarters for all your sporting good needs. They offer quality products, quality service, and affordable prices. They also have products for basketball, baseball, softball, volleyball, and more. So get 5% off your next order just by listening today. Enter discount code 4thDown, that's the number 4, T-H-D-O-W-N, 4thDown, at the checkout to receive 5% off at Wizard Sports. The offer is available through the end of May, so go to www.wizardsports.com. That's wizardsports.com. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. What's up, 40E Nation? It's Brian Jackson here on the podcast. We're excited about our interview today. We have Michael Mack Carrizosa. He goes by Mack out of San Jose State. Had a fantastic career. Uh, just finished up rookie camp. And uh, let's first get it over to Chris Hughesby. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Weather is perfect. So uh, it's been great up here in Minnesota. So it's nice to get out in the grind. And, and kids are starting to get ready for uh, fall camp. So. Things over here are going pretty good. So uh, let's say hello to Mac here. Hey, how's it going? Everything's going well, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Good, man. Thanks for uh, being on the 4th Down Experience with us. We're excited to have you. Mac was a guy um, that I actually got to meet out in California about four to five years ago. Uh, Mac, you may remember that. There was a whole huge camp of four kids that came. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely, man. That was my first camp, you know, ever, ever. You know, like I thought, you know, I found you. It was funny, you know, back then, uh, you know, Twitter and Instagram weren't really that big yet. So I'm searching the web on YouTube, looking at stuff, and kind of saw your guys' camps out in uh, Alabama, and I was just like, man, there's a whole community of kickers. Like I didn't even know this was a thing. So it was really cool to, cool, you know, see you guys came out to California. Um, so that was, you know, that was big for me. That was my first camp, and I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, my wife's from Fresno, so um, we had one of the kickers locally there. So let's use the field. And and what was cool is there's only four of you guys, but all you guys were like really good, you know. Um, and I think one kid was like from Indiana, but uh, I remember all you guys were good. And then, but you were just crushing it. Like you had one of the biggest leg tucks. I still to this day, if you're stuck on field goals and kickoffs, it's like almost too big of a tuck, but it, it, you generate so much power and leg whip. It's unreal. I was like, man, this guy's got a leg. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, Chris, uh, just so you know, like, you know, we had that little camp, and then uh, Mac was like, Coach, like, when are you coming back out here? And I'm like, well, I'm only going to be here like maybe once every year or two years, and Mac was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I know that Chris Sailor's out here on the West Coast, so you know maybe hit him up and attend one of his camps. And then I think Mac, like, how didn't you like go to a camp and like kill it or something? Yeah, I went to uh, so that summer 
was my, you know, right after my senior year. I uh, didn't really get any looks out of high school, so, you know, this was really big for me to get some film. I've never even had anybody film me before, and, um, you know, I, I attended my first camp in L.A. Uh, with Chris Saylor um, later that month, I think, you know, or that summer, and uh, did pretty well. Um, you know, obviously, there was only four guys at your camp, so when I went to this camp, it was a, a big eye-opener, you know, seeing so many guys out there competing, and I was just like, dang, this is crazy, you know, and, um, you know, I felt like a, you know, small fish in a big ocean, and just, it was kind of crazy, um, but I really enjoyed myself, and, um, you know, I did pretty well, you know, obviously didn't win the camp or anything, but, um, you know, I, I kept going back to those camps later that summer, and, you know, started, you know, getting up there with the big dogs, and um, it was really cool to compete and, you know, make friends along the way, too. Yeah. Well, one of the things that's really fun about our inter- our, our uh, industry is just the like almost the fraternity of kickers and punters and snappers, and everybody gets to know each other and follows each other's journey. Um, and everybody's journey is different. So, describe your recruiting process. So, I just started going to some camps, getting ranked a little bit. Um, tell the audience your journey and path on how you got into San Jose State. Yeah, um, it was definitely rough. I think uh, at the time that we uh, met up in Fresno for that camp. I was committed to Sacramento State um, as a walk-on. You know, it wasn't a preferred walk-on or anything. It was literally, like, you know, set up, like, we'd like to have you. But there was just nothing set in stone. I just I just knew I was committed to go there for school um, and that I was going to be walking on to the football team. Um, so that was pretty much, that was it for, you know, out of high school. Uh, you know, I had a, you know, I had a decent career in high school. You know, it was, it was weird because I, you know, I played a lot of different positions as well, you know, other than kicking and punting. So um, I didn't really, you know, know that I was going to be pursuing, you know, my college career as a punter until, uh, you know, pretty much till I got to, you know, that summer before the season started in, in 2013. And uh, I had, uh, you know, my, my head football coach, you know, he, you know, we didn't really, uh, connect well with the, uh, you know, the recruiting process. You know, I wasn't really a high prospect during that time. Um, you know, I did well for my team, uh, punted well, kicked well, and everything. And, you know, there's always, you know, they're always saying, you know, oh, you got a big leg, like you can really do this in college. And, you know, I had this uh, I had this guy, his name is Doug Salcedo. He, uh, he's my mentor, you know, he's practically family now. You know, I look up to him. Uh, he's a teacher that... Uh, used to punt in college. He actually punted at Cal State East Bay back in the day. Um, he's a little older, so he's uh, you know he's really wise and understands. You know he played quarterback and all, and kicker, punter, all that stuff in college. So he's he's quite the athlete, and you know he pretty much brought me under his wing um, when I was in high school, and uh, you know got me ready for all of, you know everything going. Like in, as far as the recruiting process goes, he was pretty much the guy that you know was telling me to email all these schools, you know, fill out questionnaires. Literally, I was going online, uh, every single school's website, just trying to fill out recruiting questionnaires to see if I can get anything back, you know. And I really didn't have any film either. So it was just, it was really tough. And I just had no no networking, no, you know, no one that was really helping me other than Doug and, you know, just, you know, word of mouth. And it was, uh, it was nice to be able to, you know, after... You know, that, obviously that spring, you know, rolls around when, uh, you know, signing day comes and you're just like, damn, like, I don't really know what's going to be going on. 
I should really start thinking about just, you know, what schools I would like to apply for just to just to go to school, you know, just to make sure that I have somewhere to go to school. I'm not going to be playing sports. So um, pretty much, uh, you know, as summer rolls around um, and I had a connection, you know, my head coach set me up with someone over at Sac State. I had a visit over there and pretty much I committed on the spot because I, I had no other, you know, connections with any other schools and I really didn't want to go to a JUCO. I, I said, you know, I didn't, I, I really would rather just go to school. You know, I really didn't want to go through the junior college process or anything like that. So, um, I chose to walk on at Sacramento state and then, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, you know, coming, I got my classes, got my, you know, my books, my dorm, everything ready for Sac State. And then, you know, a couple of weeks before camp, you know, they, they, let, they let me know. And they're just like, hey, man, you know, it's not going to work out for us. we got about six other specialists that we're going to be having. And there's just, you know, there's not room for you. And it's just not going to work out for us. You know, we'll, we'll probably bring you in the spring. But, you know, it's just it's not for sure. So I'm sitting here, you know, like, dang, like, I really don't know what's going on now. Like, you know, school's about to start. And I'm kind of just, I thought I was sitting pretty, but I just, you know, I, I, everything kind of came crashing down. And I really didn't know what I was doing. So uh, kept going to these Chris Saylor camps and uh, just kept training and stuff. And uh, pretty much uh, Doug and my head coach kind of, my head coach from high school uh, collaborated and they had, a, they had a connection up at San Jose State. Uh, a guy named uh, Terry Malley. So Terry Malley was a tight ends coach. He's a pretty big legend here in the Bay Area as far as coaching goes. And he um, he recruited a guy named David Fales who, you know, was quarterback, San Jose State. And he's also from my high school. So I kind of had that connection there. Uh, the guy, you know, came down to my, uh, to my school and kind of watched me punt uh, out there. Um, got a good look. And he got me, you know, he pretty much got me in contact with my San Jose State uh, special teams coach, uh, coach, uh, Fred Judici, call him coach G. Um, and then pretty much, you know, uh, I was able to get a workout with coach G and I was able to get a walk on with him. You know, I, I did my best at the little trial that I had with him. And, um, that's pretty much how I got my spot down there at San Jose state. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a weird deal there. I mean, I was, you know, I, I was out there in 100 degree weather punting and my, my mom's over there shagging the balls for us and it's just it's, it was we we're, were all talking there and saying you know we're gonna remember this day forever you know because one day I'm gonna be you know hopefully playing in the league and uh look back at that and just say that was my only opportunity um well hey man yeah you know man you gotta remember the video that got you on the map man <laughs> yeah when you did my camp it's got 1500 views <laughs> 76 three seven hang you were a two-step punter hitting four nine hang 47 yards i mean dude I, i'm sitting here watching this video and I'm like, <laughs> it was back in june of 2013 so like if it's in june of 2013 was that right before your senior year or were you or that was right but yeah i was already graduated man i didn't really you know that was it that was that was the recruiting process for me that that short summer okay um, so it was just, it was tough, man. So, yeah, that was <laughs> really cool to get out there and get that video in, man. Chris, if you can picture this, like, coming up, like, in a month, like, if a kid's not even signed yet, like, mm-hmm. in June. Not even a month. Yeah, like, in a month. That's, I saw Mac, like, in the middle of June. And then I was like, go to sailor camps. He did his deal. 
was killing it, and then he got some extra film, won some camps, and then he was at San Jose State. That's yeah, that's crazy. It happened every once in a while. It happens to a few guys, you know, and and you made it, you know. So that's awesome. Mac, your yeah. class, two thousand thirteen, right? Uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. High, high school class. Yeah. First season was in twenty fourteen at San Jose State. Yeah, I uh, so yeah, I ended up going in there. Um, it was a tough, you know, it, it was tough, man. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, this is some wise, you know, speaking, you know, for myself. It was tough because, you know, coming into that first season, you know, I'm thinking like I'm about to be on the team, like this is awesome, you know, here's my opportunity, and you know, this is for you know all you young guys, you know, listen up, you know, school's really important. You know, I had a, I had one semester of English that I got. You know, I had a D, and I had to make that class up right when I got to San Jose State. I literally had to take an online class from high school just so I can be eligible to be playing. And it was just, you know, that was kind of a tough deal, and that, that kind of pushed me back a little. You know, it's a blessing now uh, when you look at it, but it pushed me back, and I ended up having a gray shirt when I first got there. And it kind of humbled me a little bit, you know. Having football taken away from you is a humbling process. You know, it's 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 tough when you're sitting on the sidelines and you're you're watching everyone, you know, your age, you know, balling out on the field, and you're you're sitting there, you know, you're going to the tailgates, you're sitting in the stands, and you're just like, dude, like, I could be out there right now, but you know, it was that was that was you know something that I learned. You know, I learned my lesson, and you know, from there on, I was able to get you know my head on straight and really focus on school because it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, that's an that's an incredible journey, you know, and and you can be an inspiration role model to people about the bumps in the road that you had in your life and and how you rebounded and and got yourself on track. You didn't get discouraged with the gray shirt, which obviously is easy that that could happen. So, then you started playing, you had a great year in, in 2015, you you hit you or I'm sorry, in 2014 your first year at a 37-yard average, and then all of a sudden you bumped it up to a 47-yard average. What 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 changed in your training to bump up ten more yards in your average? Because that's incredible. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. That 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 was a big. Uh, so you know, I'm a young guy, and uh, you know, coming in as a freshman, I uh, you know, I had to battle my you know my tail off that whole off season to even get the starting job there. You know, they had about. I remember there was already a guy there, and then there was all they brought another guy in with me in the spring. Um, and then they brought another guy in, you know, right before the season. So it's like I was pretty much I had to go through three guys just to get, you know, just to get to my spot. And uh, to get that starting spot in 2014, you know, I'm pretty much going in every single game thinking, you know, just get through it. Like, just do what you got to do. Do your job just to get through to the next game so that they don't cut your butt. You know, it's just it's kind of it was kind of tough for me. You know, my second game, it was kind of crazy, man. Like my second game I played it. Um, we played against Auburn, who was number five in the nation at the time, and I'm just like sitting there, like this is crazy, man. <laughs> like this is like this is my second career game, and I'm we're playing Auburn. You know, they're coming off that you know that big game against Alabama where they took it to the house off the field goal, and it's just you know they got a really hyped up team, and um, you know it's just I was just trying to go, you know, battle every single you know every single game was tough for me. You know, I didn't I didn't look at stats, I didn't look at any of that stuff, so. Pretty much, um, I'd say freshman year, you know, it was a learning year. It was a, you know, stepping stone in my career that I used, you know, and everything. But, um, you know, going into the, into the next season, you know, I was, it was able to get with the strength coaches and, 
you know, get my body better and understand what, you know, being a college athlete and, you know, student athlete for that matter, you know, really, really meant, you know, having to put in the extra work, you know, not just going out there to kick a ball. Like, this isn't high school anymore, man. Like, this is, you know, this is a business. This is, you know, this is your life, man. So it was, uh, it was really nice to know, you know, kick up the, kick up the training. Um, getting with the strength coaches was huge, you know, getting in that weight room, getting my strength up. Uh, you know, getting my weight down, you know, eating right, doing all that stuff, you know, doing everything right almost made everything better. And, uh, you know, I say, you know, whatever motivation you have in your life, you know, whether that's, you know, playing for your family, you know, playing for friends or whatever it is that, you know, whatever motivates you to, you know, get out there and grind, I'd say, you know, use it as your main motivator. You know, in 2014, Halfway through my freshman season, my mom was uh, diagnosed with cervical cancer. So that was, you know, that was my main mojo right there, you know. So that was something that I, that I piggybacked off of, you know, and I still piggybacked off my whole, you know, entire career based off, you know, doing things for my mom, you know. So that's that's something that, you know, I took in, you know, I took it personal. Um, you know, I didn't have a scholarship yet. I'm a walk-on, you know. It's just, it's a big deal for me to, you know, start stepping it up and uh that's kind of what i you know that's kind of what i used and um stepped up the training with my planning coach and um you know strength coaches there and uh you know season comes around and it's crazy i don't don't, at this point like as a sophomore i don't even know i don't even know what a ray guy award is i don't even know you know what an average meant you know to a team or you know for that matter flipping the field all that stuff so i'm out there literally just you know trying to Put my tail off, you know, for the team and just, you know, put on for my mom, you know, and my family. So that's kind of like, it was kind of, kind of just like a big, big step in my life, you know, having to step up. So, yeah. And I, I remember Miss Amy at the camp, she was really nice and she shagged footballs, like you said, and took a lot of photos and, and videos. She was an awesome lady and uh, obviously um, prayers and condolences. So she, she was your number one fan, man. And uh, I, even my wife and I still talk about you and her, you know, uh, here and there. So um, it's, it's been really cool to watch you just grow into a man and, and be a good role model for your brother and, and play for, for Miss Amy, uh, you know, and just, just keep on chasing the dream just like you're doing right now at, at the highest level, you know. So, um, Mac, just a couple things real quick, like on yeah. – before we go to the NFL talk is one thing just for these kids that are these guys that are listening like your freshman year obviously you know you learned a lot didn't have the numbers that you wanted but sophomore through uh, sophomore through senior year was just amazing like you averaged 47 yards uh, sophomore year you averaged 44 yards junior year 45 yards senior year but what a lot of people don't know is the amount of punts that you had uh, you had 48 punts your sophomore year, and then it increased to 61 punts junior year, and then holy smokes, 73 punts your senior year. <laughs> yeah, 25 of those inside the 20, uh, and only out of out of 225 career punts, Mac only had 18 touchbacks. He had 62 fair caught, which is an amazing stat, and he had 74 inside the 20. But he, he's a boomer too. He had seventy-one punts, Chris, over fifty yards. Yeah, that's incredible. I was uh, crunching the numbers here, and I mean, you pretty much had a fifty to sixty-five percent ratio of all your punts either were inside the twenty or fifty plus, and that's incredible. Yep. yep. 
Wow. Yeah, I haven't even heard that stat before. That's that's crazy, man. Yeah. So like, like when you're like looking back at that Mac and you're hearing those numbers, like as your development as a high school to college punter to now a pro punter, like what what are you most proud of? Like that you learned through that process on those stats. Like which particular skill set or two? You know, um, I don't really. You know, obviously as a sophomore, as a young guy, you really care about the stats and all that stuff, but. Um, you know, as I got older, it really wasn't about the stats. It was, you know, it was more about helping the team win, um, you know, doing what you got to do to hit the right punt in the right situation, you know. So that's kind of where my head was at, you know, going forward in my later years, um, you know, was trying to flip the field at the right time. Uh, you know, not really trying to hit that boomer, but, you know, placement, all that stuff, you know, that all that stuff really matters, you know, especially in a game situation where you need to help the team win it's it's really a big time thing you know and uh you know i could be selfish all i want and keep hitting 50 60 yard punts into the end zone but that doesn't help us win you know so it's um i you know what i'm i'm not really most proud of the stats i'm just you know i really uh really embraced becoming a leader and an ambassador for the team and just you know having you know guys look up to me and uh helping younger guys develop too and um you know, that's what I'm most proud of, you know, just being able to, you know, be a, you know, a true Spartan and, you know, being a, you know, family guy and, uh, you know, putting on for my family. That was, you know, that was the main thing for me. So, great, great yeah. answer. So, while you're going through this sort of journey of life in college, um, two questions here. Did you have a few, like, kind of bumps in the road that taught you a lot that, that, maybe took your game to the next level? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I started really trying to have a routine. I think routine is really important uh, for games. Um, you know, if you're a true gamer and you really, you know, care about doing well, I'd say, you know, have a routine, you know, do the same thing every single time you go out there. Um, you know, when I go out there to punt, I, you know, I get in the zone, you know, even on third down, man, I'm staring down at that football, whatever they're, you know, I don't even look at the play. I'm staring at the football and, know exactly where I'm at on the field and you know trying to figure out exactly what I need to do and I get locked in you know I get locked in every single every single time I get out there you know I'm not looking at the stands I'm not looking at anything but you know the football and what I need to do and uh you know take a deep breath you know take a pause kind of think about kind of think about where I'm at like what's going on um you know think about my motivators and um you know, take that deep breath, and then I just, all I do is worry about kicking the ball, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard to do that when, you know, as a young guy, obviously, I'm, I'm playing in Auburn, and so it's really hard to not look up in the stands at the 100,000 people that's there, you know, it's just, it's uh, something you learn over, over time and experience, and, uh, you know, not to really let the distractions around you kind of mess with your head, and it was just, you know, I'd say that was my biggest takeaway was having a routine every single time I go out there to, you know, punt and, you know, and or kick, whatever, you know, whatever you do. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely helps. And so, Mac, um, you know, when I saw you uh, and at the high school level, um, I had you as a two-stepper. And then I think as you as you developed into the, a really good collegiate punter, um, you turned into a natural three-stepper. And that's... Mm-hmm. that's a really good debate these days at the college level because <laughs> coaches want operation time. So maybe talk about uh, like the coaches' strategy and or um, like what these 
kids need to get ready for because you know a lot of college coaches want a one and a half stepper or they're okay with you taking two and a half steps you know talk about yeah that. um so everyone's different um i've heard a lot of different things uh my coach even wanted me to you know pull it down and it's their main thing is you know getting the ball off in time and you know at the college level you should have a decent snapper um who's snapping it back pretty fast so at that point it's pretty much up to you and um, same thing with routine, you know, every single practice I get on the judge machine, um, and I do my steps and I make sure that my hands are, you know, fast when your hands are fast and you get that ball set, you know, it's, it should be pretty much up to you at that point to get down the field and straight up into the punt. But, um, you know, I'd say just right now, you know, if you're a two stepper, that's great. You know, that's, our, that's only going to help you, but if you want to become a three stepper, um, you really have to practice on, you know, doing the same thing every single time, making sure you're not too long. Um, you know, it's got to be quick. So I'd say, you know, the first thing to do is uh, get your hands right, get your, um, you know, get your ball placement right wherever you need it. Make sure it's there every single time, and then you can adjust your feet as you go. But um, I'd say just be mentally prepared to have a coach, you know, try and change you or, you know, try and, uh, mess with you a little bit they're just you know they're just trying to see what they can do you know just got to be coachable um and just you know try not to worry about that try not to get it you know let it get to your head because you know it, it is tough when you got a guy you know who's never probably kicked the ball in his life and he's just trying to tell you what to do it's just tough so um just you know i'd say just stay mentally stable and uh be coachable and then you know obviously you just gotta work you just gotta you know work on doing the same thing every single time yeah yeah What's nice, Mac, is there's several NFL punters, you know, at the level that you're at now, that are three steppers, just because of the amount of speed of the snapper and the amount of bodies, how big they are, how fast they are. So uh, there's obviously two steppers out there in the NFL too, but um, that that worked out for you. But I think Chris has a, a good question coming up. Yeah, Mac. So I want to start learning more about your your journey now to the NFL. You know, you're about to embark on on a career. You know, you're you're taking the path that probably 80 to 90% of the specialists are going to take as like a free agent. Um, yeah. Before I ask you about your that, 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 that journey into it, I'm, I'm always curious to tell or, or find out, you know, when you were in college, was there an aha moment where you're like, I think I, I think I can compete at the next level? And like, when did you kind of realize that you may have a chance to, to do it? Shoot, man. That, um, you know, I was grateful to get that early. Um, you know, coming off that freshman season, it's obviously, you know, looking at the numbers, it's, it's, it's awful, but, you know, coming, you know, coming into that next season and being able to do that and put those numbers up, man, I, once I, uh, once, you know, it was like the second game, I think, of the season in 2015, uh, sophomore year, and, you know, I hit like a 55-yard average off, like, six punts. And I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking I'm just doing well because I'm, I'm killing it. But I'm not really – I didn't even know what my average was, you know. I got my, you know, senior kicker with me, and he's telling me, he's like, dude, you're about to get national recognition for this game. Like, you don't even know. I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, what does that even mean? Like, he's like, dude, your average is, like, 55 yards. I'm like, is that good? Like, it's, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really understand, you know, what that meant. And, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, I got – Got a lot of shout-outs from people, um, you know, that in those upcoming weeks, including you, Brian. Appreciate it. Um, you know, you shouted me out and you're like, hey, man, you're leading the nation in punting average right now. 
And it's like, dude, like, what is that? I started looking on ESPN, all this other stuff, and it's just like, you know, that's that's kind of when I was like, okay, like, I'm leaving the country right now. Like, you guys, like, gotta just keep it up, you know? So pretty much, it's it's kind of crazy because like that's when I was like, okay, like let's go, you know? And um, I'm looking at all these, you know, big big time schools with you know guys, and I'm just like, I'm you know, I'm I'm literally five five to ten yards above these guys. And, you know, it's only week two, it's early, but, um, you know, that's pretty much when I started taking off that year. And pretty much game after game, I was getting, like, 50, you know, 48 to, like, 52-yard averages every single game. And, uh, you know, I was, I was grateful for that. And, um, you know, towards the end of the season, uh, started getting a lot of great, you know, recognition from, you know, like, All-American honors and All-Conference honors and all that stuff. And I'm just like, holy you know, like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. Like, you know, so, and it was really awesome, you know, to be able to do that, you know, for my mom. And, like, we were pretty much, you know, all season, you know, she would send me, you know, messages, you know, pictures of, of you know, articles, all these other things. And I'm just like, you know, this is making her happy. This is, you know, this is really awesome. So, um, you know, towards the end of the season, uh, I get invited for, you know, the college football awards. I was up for the Ray Guy Award, you know, and I uh, got to bring my family out to Atlanta and, and do all that stuff at the College Football Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, I got to got invited back to Yale University for the Walter Camp Football Foundation. I was, you know, selected as an All-American. And that's uh, that was pretty much the aha moment. I mean, that was just like, I was like, man, this is for real. You know, so when I started, when I was, you know, around all these people, like, you know, Christian McCaffrey and all these guys were like high draft picks and I'm just like dude this is crazy like this could be for real like I, this could really be you know this is realistic and um that's pretty much when I you know started realizing that you know the NFL dream could you know become a reality for me so that was that whole season there and I was like I said I was lucky to have that early um and you know carry that through my career to, to push me along yeah that's 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 incredible, you know, and I think that kind of goes along the lines with what we try to preach to young kids is is you got to have confidence. And I think when you started having those aha moments, your confidence built, you started pushing yourself harder, and and, and you you just set the bar higher, and then that just helped you succeed through the rest of your college career. But uh, yeah, so now so now you're now you're pro now, you know, you, um, you finish your four years, you're going the route that a lot of kids go. So kind of describe. Your your path to the NFL, uh, starting from when your season ends, you know, finding an agent and what you just had to go through with the grind and, and, and any opportunities you had along the way. Yeah, um, it was uh, definitely a long wait. I'd say it was very high anxiety, like just nervous, excited, all the emotions you can think of. Um, you know, leading up to draft day or whatever, you know, and. Uh, you know, throughout the season, I was getting, you know, week by week, I was getting different agents hitting me up, and I, you know, it was, it was getting really tough to decide, like, who I really wanted and who I could trust and, you know, who the right person was, because, you know, you only get one agent, so you got to make the right decision, and, uh, um, you know, I met, I met someone, I met someone back in uh, 2015, back when I went to the uh, All-American weekend, I met someone back east, um, who was also an agent, and I pretty much was connected with him for about, you know, the rest of my time at San Jose State, and so, I guess, building up to three years now, 
And, you know, we had a great connection. And for the longest time, you know, I hadn't had any other agents or anyone hitting me up, you know, so I thought this was going to be the guy. And, you know, real genuine person, um, really hardworking guy. And uh, so pretty much the season went by. Um, and, you know, this guy, you know, DMs me on Instagram. And, um, you know, we pretty much we get connected. I meet him in person, and he's from the Bay Area. Um, and, you know, really great guy. You know, I feel like I could really trust him. You know, he has a lot of uh, – he had a lot of um, – you know, guys in the NFL, and seems like he would. You know, he's a really trustful, trustworthy guy that I can, you know, work with, and I'd be happy to work, you know, work with and everything. So, um, I ended up signing with him. It was really tough to have to break the deal off with the other guy that I met a couple years back, and it was just, you know, that was that was the first step. Um, pretty much, I signed with that guy a week after my last football game because you know you got to wait till the season's over. But um, signed with him. And then pretty much from that until about January 10th, um, I was just training. Like training, got to keep in game shape because I got invited to go. Uh, I got invited to go play for the NFL PA uh, Collegiate Bowl in Pasadena. So that was uh, that was a really big deal for me. Got to get in front of scouts. Um, you know, a lot of interviews, a lot of you know, meeting a lot of people. Was coached by NFL guys. You know, NFL coaches. Um, so that was a really great experience. Got to play in the Rose Bowl, all that good stuff. And that lasted for about a week. Stayed in the nicest hotel in downtown L.A. Um, you know, I couldn't ask for anything better. So pretty much that was where I got a lot of my face time with the scouts and, you know, kind of show them, you know, my character and what I'm about and, you know, why I'm doing, you know, why I play football and, you know, what I want to do and everything. And that was, that was really good for me. So pretty much uh, after that, um, it was just training all the way until pro day. And I, I'm still in school. You know, this was my last semester. I'm about to graduate here at the end of the month. Um, I'm still in school, so I'm grinding out, you know, an internship and the classes still. And, uh, you know, so it's a pretty stressful time for me. And, you know, I'm still working. Uh, pretty much just grind mode, grind mode. Uh, go down and work with John Carney in uh, Southern California. Went down there. Um, but it was really tough because, you know, I'd probably be down there all summer, but it's just, or excuse me, all, all semester, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm in school, so I really can't leave the area. So pretty much I was just working with my uh, my punting coach, Doug, and uh, the strength staff there in San Jose, um, and, you know, waiting for pro day. And then, you know, pro day comes around. Um, I was thankful to have a really good turnout, you know, with the scouts there. We pretty much had every single team there. Um you know, and, I, and I, I did my best. I did really well. Got to showcase my kicking field goals as well. I feel like that was huge for me. Um, hit some kickoffs. And then, um, you know, got, got to speak with a couple scouts after. And I feel like I left a really good impression on them. And that was, you know, that was a big deal for me. And then uh, after pro day, it's just another waiting game. You know, it was all the way until draft day, which was like probably another month, month and a half later. So it was just, it was really, really a lot of waiting a lot of anxiety, a lot of just training, um, you know, being just being a professional at this time. So that was that was pretty much the journey up until draft day. Um, yeah, so Mac, like checking out your Instagram here, and, and you know, we've been on the gram since it started. But, you know, uh, for all you young guys, follow him at Mac underscore uh, Carrizosa. Um, you had some big things lead up to the draft. Uh, one, it, it looks as if you um, got engaged, right? Yeah, yeah. So, 
Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cool, man. So, you know, that's obviously uh, a big deal. And then a pretty sweet video made by one of your boys, Quinn Murdy, here in San Jose State. It's a pretty sweet little creative film here. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, he hit me up, and we, we pretty much we got together. And he's like, hey, man, I want to make you, you know, a little drop video before, you know, just to kind of get the vibes going and, you know, kind of get your name out there a little more and kind of showcase you a little bit. So that was cool. You know, I, I never really had anybody offer to make a cool video like that before. So I thought that was really awesome. Um, my family enjoyed that. You know, that was big time. So mm -hmm. um, that was cool. So, yeah, that was just little nitbits like that, you know, here and there was, was really cool to just, you know, get, get the good vibes rolling and, you know, before draft and everything. So, but, yeah. So we're getting ready for the draft. Um, you know, for me personally, I didn't have a whole lot of a lot of teams con contacting me in 2007. I actually had a uh, Chicago Bears coach called me before the draft. and was like, hey, uh, you know, you're probably not going to get drafted, not trying to make you feel bad. But, you know, if you don't get drafted, we'd like to have you come to minicamp. Now, like, what was the process with you with the Cleveland Browns? Did uh, they contact you after the draft? Were you expecting to get drafted? Something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I stayed optimistic about it. You know, I thought that I had done everything I could, you know, I had no regrets in the whole process. Um, so, you know, I felt good and I was just, you know, trying to stay positive about it. I watched the draft every single day. Um, my agent and I talked about it and, you know, we were like, you know, realistically, he knows that he knows that I was going to get my opportunity in free agency, you know, but, um, we were staying optimistic about getting drafted, you know, cause he knew that there were a lot of teams that were going to try and, you know, get some guys out and um you know it was just tough because you know i wasn't invited to the combine you know all that good stuff so it was just kind of it was kind of up in the air you know we really didn't we really didn't know you know for sure obviously i didn't have like a big draft grade or whatever you know all that stuff is so it's not really uh it wasn't really in the question like if you know like if I, i'm not gonna be mad i wasn't drafted or anything it was just you know if i got drafted you know that would be you know amazing but you know, I just I just try to stay positive about it throughout the whole thing. You know, I prayed and just you know was enjoying the whole process with my family, and um, it was really cool. It was really it was really uh, high anxiety, but it was cool. You know, I, I we watched it every single day. Um, you know, and then obviously on the third day, where you know we had our hopes up, and you know obviously that's the day you're gonna know because everything goes crazy. You know, after the draft, the, the free agent frenzy, and all that stuff. So. Um, you know, that was the day we were going to know. And um, pretty much for watching, it's uh, mid-sixth mid round, I think. Um, I think there's probably already been four punters taken. Um, so I'm kind of just sitting there like, you know, like, wow, like, this is crazy. Like, this is a big, you know, big punter draft year. And, uh, you know, I just stayed, you know, stayed positive. Um, ended up getting a call from the Browns. Um and, you know, they're just like, hey, you know, I don't know if you know our situation, but, we're you know, we're out of draft picks. Um, but we'd really love to have you out here. So, you know, pretty much I uh, had them get in contact with my agent. Um, so they're pretty much working out a deal. And then, uh, you know, my, I called my agent. He said, you know, just stay, stay close to your phone because if another team, you know, obviously you get drafted still. Um, there's still a whole round left. And... Um, you know, he said, just stay, stay by your phone because there's, there could be another opportunity. You know, so pretty much while he was working out a deal, um, we watched the rest of the draft. Uh, nothing happened, and uh, pretty much I was just like kept in the dark for a little bit because I wasn't trying to really bother my agent. I wasn't really trying to, 
you know, just kind of just being, you know, just trying to be patient. So it was kind of kind of weird for like the first 10 to 15 minutes after the draft ended and I wasn't getting much. And I was kind of just like, man, this is, you know, this is emotional. This is, you know, it's, it was tough. So um, pretty much, you know, I had, I knew that I had the rounds, you know, process going. Uh, I just was still kept in the dark because I just didn't really know what was going on. Um, so pretty much like 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes after the draft or so, um, I finally get a call from, you know, Coach Jones, who is the special teams coach of the Browns. And uh, pretty much, you know, that's when I found, that's when I found out, you know, I'm signing with the Browns and um, they got my information right there and I was going to be flown out that next Thursday. So it was just, that was just a real moment for me. Um, you know, my family and I headed out to the mall. We got some gear, all that good stuff. So it was just um, a true blessing and, uh, you know, just just really crazy moment for, for my family and I to enjoy. That's awesome. So you get flown out, rookie camp, you know, tell, tell the fans what it's like with the Browns organization. They've been in the re- the report, the news for for years, you know, but I think personally they're on the ups. You know, they seem to have gotten a lot of the right draft picks over the last few years. What, you know, is there is there a buzz around that area? I mean, what was your experience just with the Browns and and also rookie camp? Um, yeah, so I got out there and you know, obviously coming from California, it just it's a totally big move. So, when I got out there, you know, I'm looking out of the plane as I'm landing and I'm just like looking and everything's just brown. You know, and I'm just like, wow, this look, you know, it just looks totally different from, you know, what I'm used to. And I'm just like, man, you know, just like this, I'm just going to have to make it work. You know, this is, this is it. This is, you know, this is going to be my home. So, uh, you know, I was really happy to get there and uh, beautiful facilities out there. Um, yeah, it's, they got, you know, they got good people out there and, um, you know, it looks like they're making the right moves. You know, it's a, it looks like they're, you know, they got a, Almost the whole brand new team. I think they have, you know, a lot of guys that are brand new to the squad this year, and um, you know, a lot of changes are going on right now. So, uh, you know, even my special teams coach, I think this is his first year with the Browns. So, I mean, it's just a lot of things going on at once over there, and um, you know, they brought in a ton of guys for rookie mini camp. That was, you know, that was cool to meet a lot of people and and do all that good stuff and. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, just really excited to get there and, you know, go to work. We always like to uh, kind of wrap up the interview here with some fun questions. So my question, or just a question we always ask everybody, is tell the audience, you know, you, you haven't been in the league long yet. You know, you've only, uh, you've had your rookie camp and, and experienced the Browns. Tell us, tell the audience your three favorite college stadiums you've ever played in, not including San Jose State. I'm going to go ahead and say, obviously, uh, my second game of my career, um, Auburn University, that was that was pretty crazy. Um, I'd never played in front of that many people in my life ever, so that was, you know, that was a really big thing for me. Um, beautiful campus out there. And then we played, um, I know, growing up, you know, I was always, you know, I'm obviously a college football fan, so I just, I love the whole blue turf thing with Boise State. So when I got to play there, you know, that was also a surreal moment for me, um, you know, because that's just classic college football stuff. And then, um, you know, I want to say Utah. Utah was really different, you know. Um, as a sophomore, I remember, uh, I'm not going to say I'm bitter about it, but, uh, you know, I lost I lost to uh, the Utah punter for the Red Guy Award. 
So that was really a bounce back game for me. You know, I really took that game personal, and but you know, it was a sold out stadium. Uh, I had a lot. I have a lot of family out in Utah, so they, you know, they were all there. So I just felt like it was, you know, it was a really big moment for me, and I felt like that was, you know, that was one of the games where I had, you know, most of my juice. Um, you know, and it was just a really, you know, great outcome, and um, you know, I think we did, you know, we did well, but it's just. You know, that was, that was probably one of my favorite games and favorite stadiums to play at. Well, Mac, I mean, you've been a great uh, guest here on the show. Um, we, we obviously wish you the best of luck uh, moving forward in your professional career. Not a lot of people can say that they um, made it, you know, been able to put an NFL helmet on and, and jersey. Uh, you're an inspiration to a lot of guys. And, you know, so don't, don't be surprised after this podcast if you get, like, 20 DMs from young kickers and punters. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, you've been an awesome. Uh, you have an awesome story, man. And just, just thank you so much for for being on and talking about uh, the specialist life with us. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been awesome, man. I I appreciate you guys having me. Yep. Yeah. Th- thanks, Mac, for being on, and we're excited to follow your journey. And obviously, if you need somebody to talk to, you can always reach out to us. But we're here for you all the way, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. All right, man. Take take care. All right. We'll see you soon. Peace. Yep. Well, Chris, man, uh, Mac is just a phenomenal young guy and, and very talented leg. Uh, it was really a pleasure um, having him on the show. Yeah, it sure was. The journey was great. You know, the things he learned from in, in life and his motivations. He's a good, humble kid. Very talented leg. I got a chance to watch some of his videos uh, today. So he's got he's got a future, you know, and... And the right spot is going to come, and uh, we're exci- I'm excited for him to follow him. Yeah, you guys make sure we all go to YouTube, type in Michael Carrizosa, kicker, 2013. I guarantee you it'll pop up. One of the top five videos will be the video, we our little trial we had back in 2013 at our camp, and he was just crushing the ball. Um, and obviously, he, he's still continuing to do that at a very high level, so... Uh, we wish him the best of luck, and uh, we're excited to follow him and, and his career. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on all of our social media handles, Fourth Down Experience on Twitter and Instagram. And also, please give us a positive review. Uh, if you like this, you know, if you like all of the podcasts we've done, the folks we've interviewed, uh, go to iTunes and, and give us a five-star and leave us a nice review, and, and we'll just keep pumping you out. Thank you guys so much for, for listening to us today. Yeah, guys, and, uh, you know, we appreciate the support. Um, we hit the 5,000 listener mark, and so we're excited about that. So thank you guys, everyone that's listening, everyone that's following the journey of these interviews. You know, we think we're getting better every time, and so we appreciate the feedback you guys give us too about uh, have, making these con- these uh, interviews better and better. So thank you for continued support. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast today. And just a reminder, if you need gear for kicking, punting, or long snapping, Wizard Sports Equipment has you covered. They offer quality products, quality service, and affordable prices. So if you want 5% off your next order, go to www.wizardsports.com. That's wizardsports.com and get 5% off your next order. And remember, enter discount code 4thDown, that's the number 4, T-H-D-O-W-N, to get your 5% off your next order. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 
fourth down experience. 